Hello, 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 my beautiful people. It's your girl, and I bring you another episode of What the Cheese May. Um, I hope you guys had a fantastic week. Um, I know I did. Um, let's see what new happened. Well, basically, besides working at work, um, I went to the gym a lot last week. I went at least like four times out of the week, so I'm proud of myself, okay? I pushed myself to that point. And then also... Um, let's see, uh, on the weekend, I had a pretty good weekend, mainly with my family, uh, and then I did, so Friday night, I had dinner, I had to go, so every Friday, okay, I'm like trying to get my words together, so usually every Friday, I usually get off at two, and I try to see my nephew, uh, anyone who knows, my nephew is my world, I love him so much, and so it's like a thing on every Friday when I get off work, I stop by my brother's house to go see him and spend time with him. So Friday, we decided to eat, I think we went out to dinner, I believe, we went out to dinner, and, um, what was it? Was it? I don't know if it was Friday. I can't think if it was Friday. Anyways, we went out to dinner, then, um... Sunday, well then Saturday morning, I girls we always do um like a monthly girls night or like this time we decided to do like a girls brunch. So we did like a tea party version. I mean, we went all out and went to Goodwill and got like those like tacky like tea dresses and hats and everything and like acted all fancy and stuff for just a bit and we had brunch and that was Saturday at my house. We had so much fun. Then the rest of the day I just chilled. Then we went to go visit my brother again. And then Sunday, we had gone to the park. And I got to also spend more time with my nephew, too, and took some cute photos of him. So if anyone who has me on social media will see that I have posted, um, like, two of the photos so far. I took so many. And, like, you know when you, like, take amazing photos and you don't want to just, like, all post them at once? You, like, want to take your time posting them? So that's what I'm doing. But they came out so cute. And... Yeah, so that's basically how my week has gone. Um, nothing too, too crazy, but you know me and, you know, um, how do you call it? <laughs> you know, here just, I tell you guys the goods. You know, I decided this time to just try to do it more of tell you a story or of something that has happened and then, like, add it to it <laughs> into the podcast. But, like, the main part of the podcast is going to be a different topic, not just that whole story. So, also, thought I'd say it again. Um, I tell you guys this every time, but my mom is really loud, okay? So, I'm in the back guest room, and you can still hear her. I'm telling you, these walls, you can hear everything. So, if you hear her voice, she is out there doing a workout with my brother through Zoom. So, please forgive me, okay, if you hear her voice. Anyways, so, um, before I get into the story, I wanted to tell you guys of these, like, two shows I'm, like, really into as of lately. So, on Netflix, I mean, the Netflix one is a, it's an old show. It's called Penny Dreadful. I've already gotten through the first season. I'm currently on season two. I think there's three seasons or four. I'm not entirely sure. So far, it's been good. It's very, like, creepy and 
and like gut spilled and all that stuff, don't watch it because it has a lot of that in. Um, it's like creepy. It's very um, sexual as well. It's a lot of sex scenes and stuff. Um, and it's like more of those like kind of the Renaissance days, but not really like more like Victorian time. Um, so it's pretty good. I, I like it so far and it's like creepy and mysterious. So I like it. Um, that one's on Netflix. And then there's another one that's called 30 Coins. And it's Spanish is 30 Monedas. And it's on HBO Max. Now this show, they actually film it in Spain. So it's in Spanish. And of course, like, do they, I think they have subtitles. Um, but of course, like I understand Spanish. So, but it's in Spain. It's so good. So now that one is every Monday. They air a new episode on HBO Max. And today I just saw... The new one that aired yesterday, and oh my god, it's so good. So good, such a good show. And it's just like, it has to do a lot with like this new priest that came into this town, but he brings a lot of baggage with him. And like also this like special coin, but that's like, like the devil wants and stuff like that. It's, it's crazy. And it's really hard to like, um, explain, I guess, like the show. But I don't want to like give spoilers either, but it's really good. And that one's on HBO Max. So check those two shows out. You know, I got you guys when it comes to, um, you know, different shows or movies to check out. I literally am like <laughs> one of the like best critics about stuff. Okay. Like I even saw a movie. I'm gonna just tell you this one. Sightless, which is new on Netflix. So my best friend saw it. She's like, girl, it's so good. This is that. I'm like, all right, well, I'll check it out. Because, like, I love the actress who plays the main character. She is Cheryl Blossom on Riverdale. And, you know, Riverdale's my shit. I love that show. So I was like, all right, let me, you know, her performance was fantastic. The movie just dragged so fucking long. I mean, I told my, I told my best friend, I'm like, Okay, um, Ari, when does it get to, like, the good stuff? Like, towards the end? I was, like, more than halfway through the movie, and I'm, like, okay, when is the good stuff happening? And then, like, in the end, I'm, like, can they, they couldn't have done this, like, throughout the whole movie? Like, why wait till the end? So, that was, uh, it was kind of a bummer. That one was, like, slightly good, but if you want to, like, waste your time a little bit, <laughs> or if not, watch it and just fast forward towards the end, and you get the gist of the whole movie, okay? Um, that's just me being honest there. Anyways, so, um, so you guys, this is a story. I know this is a story you guys are going to be waiting to hear. So, you know how I was on Chispa, um, and I decided recently, like I think a week ago now or two, to delete all of them. And even Facebook dating app. I took them all off. I was like, you know what? I'm really done. Like, I'm I'm over the whole dating scene right now. Like, I'm to the point where if I meet someone in person, great. And if I don't, I'm okay with it. Like, honestly, I'm okay with it. I'm, like, learning to love myself more and more. And not only that, but, like, knowing that no guy has anything really to offer me in the sense of, like, that I can't offer myself, if that makes sense. So I'm just enjoying doing my own thing and being busy and just being an independent girl. So I'm loving it. Okay. <laughs> McDonald's, you can use that as your next ad. Just kidding. 
anyways, so now I have sometimes I have these random like requests on say my either Instagram or Facebook. And so on my Instagram, this guy like requested me and I was like, okay, so I follow and like, I hate, let me tell you something guys. Okay. I have my profile in public on Instagram. I could care less who checks it out or whatever. Okay. Cause the stuff I post on there, it's on purpose to show and like whatever. But to me, what I don't understand and what drives me nuts is when a guy like requests me and then it's hard to see their face in their little profile picture. Okay. But then they have their freaking account like, um, on private and you have to request him. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I want to know if you're ugly or not. <laughs> are you worth my time or you're not? Okay. Yes, people. I am that type of girl. Anyway, so I will purposely request a person and see more pictures. If I don't find them attractive, goodbye, delete, block. Okay. That's how my process works. Now, this guy, he started following me and then I sent him a request and then he was saying supposedly that his account was not working. His it's I it wasn't letting him accept requests or whatever. And I'm like, this fucking liar, dude. So I'm like, OK, that's fine. Well, I'm like, well, can you at least like send photos of yourself? Like, so I have an idea of what you look like. So he sends photos. He was all right. He wasn't that cute. He wasn't like hideous either, but he just really wasn't my type. So anyways, I still like have for like a friendly conversation and all that stuff. But at one point he became annoying because when I was really busy, he kept like, oh, so like, what are you up to? Or like, what time do you get off? And it was like, if I didn't respond, he kept going. And that was irritating the fuck out of me already. So I decide to block him. Okay. I didn't give him an explanation. I just blocked. And listen, what surprised me is like people do this shit all the fucking time so why is it a big deal when say a girl does it because guys do it all the time let me tell you something they are quick to hit block or unfollow or anything okay they are quick to that and they're quick to ghost you yet if a girl does that then it's like what the hell you know so this guy had the audacity okay i'm i literally i was dying laughing because like who does this shit you know what I mean like who the fuck does this shit so literally um (laughs) this guy I guess I didn't know I had my email attached to my Instagram account this guy emails me okay I'm like what the fuck when I saw his name I'm like an email what let me just read you the exchange of words we had. And I'm going to tell you what I thought after. Like, come on. So, <laughs> I'm like, he's like, you are one lame-ass bitch. I'm like, and you're a lame-ass dude for emailing when I blocked you. He goes, you're lame-ass fuck for blocking me for no reason, you dumb bitch. <laughs> it's all good, though. Girls your age do that type of typical ass shit. I put laugh my fucking ass off. I'm two years younger than you. Not a huge difference. And also because even when I didn't respond to you, you kept writing so easy way is to block. Just take it for what it is. I'm not interested. He's like, that's stupid. And I see why you're single. LOL. Bye, idiot. I put the laughing emoji. I'm like, you made my day. Toodles. 
He's like, y'all type of females are not only sensitive when it comes to minimal shenanigans. Like, I see why y'all be single. Shallow ass little girl. I'm glad I made your day, weirdo. Let me just tell you guys. I reacted that way because it was really funny. And at the same time, I never experienced something like this before. But I'm like, what the fuck? Like, dude, you're lame as hell to write a girl through her email. One. Okay? And not getting the hint that I blocked you for a reason. Two, the dude is 29 years old and I'm 27. Talking about girls my age. I'm like, dude, I'm only two years younger than you. That's not a huge difference. Making me sound like I'm immature when I'm not. Okay, I specifically just told you it's lame for you. Like, who does that? No one fucking does that. Okay, if I want to talk to dude, I found a fin. I would find a million other ways to try to get in contact with the person. But fucking email? Like, what the hell? Seriously, dude. I just, I never responded back to him. I just let it be. I was like, I don't know what more this guy wants me to say to him when I already said what I needed to say. And obviously, unless he was doing it on purpose so he can keep carrying a conversation with me, it was not going to happen. Like, sorry, boo. Not happening. So... Um, so I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is the kind of shit that happens to me for like no reason, like literally. And I'm telling you, yet a guy could do the same thing to me. Do you think I'm gonna go crazy and like fucking write him in the email? No. Like if you block me, you block me. Goodbye. I don't need a fucking reason. Like there's a reason why I didn't work out with you and why I'm not wasting my time not with you. So... I figure I'd tell you guys that story. Another thing happened this week, but I'd rather tell you guys that next week so that way it's not all about just me talking shit. <laughs> Though this is called What the Cheese Meant. It is all about gossip and shit. So it's like, it's meant for that. But of course, I want the gossip part for you, but also like informational and like positive shit as well, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that was my story. But when I tell you shit like this happens to me, shit like this happens to me, okay? I'm not, I'm not making it up. I'm honest about it. Anyways, so taking it down a notch. <laughs> um, so I wanted to make this episode about um, anxiety, okay? Um, so... I want to, I wanted to get into it. I know a lot of people, especially this past year in 2020, have experienced it more than anything just due because of the pandemic and being home and away from friends and family and stuff like that. So like, it does take a toll on you, you know, like how I would read a lot of articles where it's like, we're humans are people that are, are creatures that need to be surrounded by other people. Like that's how we get all those emotions and energies throughout our day just by ourselves like it's really hard to keep that up you know and so um so I wanted to tell you guys my experience with anxiety and like how it had happened to me and everything so about now it'll be two years ago because it happened in 2019 um in April I would get like really bad panic attacks, like anxiety attacks out of nowhere. I'd be at work, you know, not like, like not even stressing about anything. Cause you know, 
my job that I do, I'm not stressed out like that. So it wasn't stress. It wasn't like I wasn't dating anyone or like stressing over a guy. So it was just like randomly it would happen. And like I didn't know what was causing it at all. But it was bad. It was like I'd be sitting down and like maybe every hour I would get like an anxiety attack and like my boss would have to calm me down and stuff. Luckily for her, she had experienced something like that before. So she totally understood what I was going through. And so she was amazing for, you know, not being like, okay, dude, you need to like suck this shit up and like either continue working or go fucking home, you know? So she was never like that, which was cool. Now, um, let's see. So I think I tried, you know, I, I had gone to the doctor's office they, you know, I told my doctor, I'm like, listen, I, I really would like to find something natural to try to like maneuver this and that. And, you know, when I told my doctor, he's like, listen, you're not going to die from that. It's normal. People suffer from anxiety and this, this and that, you know, he was trying to, and he made me feel comfortable, you know, cause I really was scared. You know, sometimes when you get a really bad anxiety attack, like your heart starts racing and you feel like you're gonna have a heart attack. And so it's scary. Like, I totally, whoever has ever felt or gone through that, I know what it feels like. It fucking sucks. So, um, I told my doctor, I'm like, listen, I want to try something natural. Um, I don't want to, like, pop pills. And he's like, okay, so he told me about CBD oil. And then he told me about this other root that was called ashwagandha. So I had bought it at a health food store. I'm like, I'm going to try the ashwagandha first before even bothering to try the CBD oil. Um, I had bought the ashwagandha. It was working to a point, but then it wasn't. And it was to the point where one day um, I go out to have sushi with my family. Everything's good. I guess I ate too much. Okay. So in the car, I'm like super stuffed. I feel like I can't breathe. I'm trying to take deep breaths, but my anxiety starts getting triggered. And so I'm in the backseat. My mom's driving. I'm like, okay, mom, we need to hurry up and get to the house. Like I need to get out of this car. So like I already started. So I'm trying to like take deep breaths in the back, but then we finally make it inside the house. I'm like, I calm down just a little bit. And then all of a sudden my mom calls my grandmother and I'm like, I'm starting to have a real panic attack. Like I'm freaking out. And then I'm like, okay, well maybe I have to go to the bathroom. So I try to go to the bathroom and that's when it like really hits me. I get really hot. My heart's racing. I have heart palpitation. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm like, mom, you need to call that ambulance. She's like, why? What's wrong? I'm like, just call them. I'm like literally freaking the fuck out at this point. She's like, no, let me just take you to emergency. I'm like, no, call the ambulance. I'm like, I could die here. Okay. Like, <laughs> yes, guys, I'm dramatic like that. Um, I was like, no, like I could literally die here. You need to call them. And she's like, you know how much they're, I'm like, I don't care how much they're going to fucking charge me. If they can save my life, that's all I care about. I can worry about the bill later on. Just call me. She's like, no, 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 let's go. Let's go. And I was like freaking out. And I was like, what are they going to do? They're just going to take you to this and that. I'm like, I don't care. Okay. (laughs) You don't understand. Like if there's a way they can help me and save me beforehand, then fine. Anyways. We hop in the car. She drives me to the emergency room. I go in there. I'm telling them all my symptoms, but they're taking their sweet ass time. Like they know what this shit is. And I'm here like, (sighs) and like looking at my mom, like fucking kidding me. Like these people don't even care. Like literally they're just like, oh, does she have insurance? Uh, does it, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I just want to go back. So finally they call me in the back the nurse like hooks me up or whatever and she's taking my blood pressure and stuff like that she's like your blood pressure is normal and this that i 
you know, she starts asking me questions. Anyways, so, and then she tries to distract me a little bit, like, talking about, like, oh, I love your nails, super cute. Like, oh, you had sushi? Like, oh, I love sushi, blah, blah. So it was working. Now, finally, the doctor comes in. He's like, uh, we're going to have you do a TP test to make sure you're not pregnant. I'm like, well, I can just tell you that because I haven't had sex in forever. So, okay, fine. So we do that. Oh, you're not pregnant. Okay, well, thanks. I could have told you that. Then I get, um, what do they tell me to do after that? Oh, then he's like, okay, so what are your, what you're suffering is from anxiety and it's normal. You kind of have to like deal with it. Oh, this doctor was an asshole. Mind you. Let me just tell you that he was a fucking asshole. Um, he goes, uh, your heart's like racing. Are you like having palpitations right now? I'm like, no, I'm not. And he's like, well, the thing I can give you right now is like a sedative to like, you know, calm you down a bit and I can supply you with some Xanax and you know, Take it as you need it and go see your doctor. Blah, blah. I'm like, wow. Anyways, I go see my doctor. I had took the Xanax like maybe twice before seeing my doctor. It like helped in the moment, but it's not something. First of all, they say that you just you can't. You can't be prolonged on Xanax just because it's a narcotic. You can become addicted to it. And I, for like ever, was like, I do not want to get addicted to any type of pills, you know? So I went back to my doctor and my aunt, I have an aunt of mine that, well, most of my aunts suffer from anxiety, but my aunt in particular had a really bad years ago that I even helped her when she had a really bad panic attack and I picked her up from her house and, um, she took this one medication called Cetraline. So I brought it up to my doctor and he's like, Hey, that actually works. It's worked for a lot of people. If you want to try it, you can. He's like, it's not a a narcotic, so you won't become addicted and we can start you on a low dose and see how it works for you. I kid you not. It's worked for me a lot. I've been on the medication now for a year, about to be two years in April and it's worked for me. Um, it's a really tiny pill, low dose of 25 milligrams, and it's helped me a lot. Um, I've also learned to like manage my anxiety better now than before, but I'm talking about like when I started taking this medication, like it helped me have less anxiety than before. Because like I tell you, when I used to get it all the time constantly while working, it was bad. It was bad. So, you know, I'm not saying that works for everyone. I'm just saying for some people that they might... They don't want to go in the route of like a Xanax because I'm telling you the fucking doctors nowadays and also the fucking hospital, they pop pills to people all the time. And then they wonder why there's like an opioid epidemic going on. Like, yeah, we'll keep giving people that shit. And of course, it's going to just get worse, you know? So I'm not saying that I'm just I'm not saying like, oh, you should take this instead. I'm saying if if you're a person that is looking for someone of a solution like to help besides learning ways to cope with it. You can always talk to your doctor about Cetraline and see what they think about it. And I just wanted to tell you guys like what I like, you know, what I take and how, you know, my experience with anxiety has been. Now, um, I learned sometimes my triggers come in like different things. Sometimes if I'm like sh- not stressing per se, but more of like if I'm rushing to get to somewhere my anxiety gets bad. Um, and I have to like take a deep breath and like, like calm down. Um, sometimes in like extreme heat when it's like really hot, 
I just get really hot in my body. My heart starts racing and I start freaking out. I start having heart palpitations. So an anxiety attack, that triggers it too. Um, another trigger for me too is um, just, I mean, I think those are like the main two. I mean, I sometimes if like I eat a lot and I'm like super full and I'm like, fuck. Like, I just try to, like, think in my mind, like, okay, it's from the food, Lynette, you're fine, take a deep breath, or whatever. So, like, I noticed those have been some of my triggers. I know sometimes I try to, like, you know, wait, one thing you want to do is, like, pinpoint when an anxiety attack happens or stuff, or, like, when you're starting to feel anxiety, like, what's causing it? So that way you know what are your triggers, per se. So then, um... Let's see. Sorry, I have my list here of like the order I wanted to talk about everything. So, you know, to be better organized, guys. 2021 is all about organization. Um, so, um, the so I just wanted to talk a little bit about like ways that I cope with it. Um, I've I've learned now a lot just to like try different activities different things to distract my mind. I feel like now more in this year, especially like the first month of the new year, I've learned a lot about like very, you know, keeping myself busy a lot. Um, this is a reason why last year I started this podcast. Um, it was a way to me like just to vent and talk and people that would love to hear my stories and stuff and hear my experiences and enjoy it and stuff. You know, like how I enjoy when I hear my podcast call her daddy because that's my shit. Um, so, you know, that inspired me to do this. Um, besides my acting, you know, that I have acting gigs and stuff. That's another way of, um, keeping mind distracted this year. I've really like organized my room, organized my closet, decluttering stuff. Um, you know, busy, like cooking and learning how to cook different things, painting. I've never painted before and I actually enjoy it. And so now on Pinterest, I'll find like paint ideas to like try on canvases and I'll buy like canvases really cheap like you know say Ross or Michaels when they have them on sale and it's it's like relaxing and the hours like fly by when you're painting and it just feels good um I started reading like I love books and I always got books of like um autobiographies of like uh celebrities or stuff like that so I've gotten into reading so it's funny because when I finally got my bookshelf I didn't realize how many more books I have than movies. So that was very interesting to see. And so like I read, I do my hair, I do TikTok videos, I do, I do a whole bunch of stuff. Sometimes if I want to distract myself from being in the house, because you know, the whole pandemic, um, when the whole pandemic started, my anxiety actually wasn't that bad. (laughs) Surprisingly, um, I just try not to like watch news all the time because that would make it worse. And every day when they're like, oh, the number's going up. And actually me and my, my cousin went to Miami literally when the pandemic first started and, um, we made the best of it, even though, you know, Miami, they were hitting hard about like people staying indoors and stuff like that. But, uh, we made it the best of it. We had fun. And then, Um, after that, you know, I was mainly home. Luckily, I still live at home with my mom and my younger brother. Um, so it was like spending time with them, having activities with them, seeing my best friend Scott would still go to work. Um, but it's just me and four other girls. 
So it it's not a lot of us and we have our masks and stuff like that. And so, you know, getting to still spend time with them. So, you know, it, it was ways that like I still got to communicate with my friends and family no matter what in the pandemic. And then now, you know, I've been to some activities. I've gone to some restaurants, you know. So I feel like little by little we're going back to normal, which is good. And, you know, I tell people, especially like it's hard because I'm fortunate enough. I live in Florida that they're not so hard on restrictions versus in other States or in other countries that they're very strict. They have you locked down and you cannot leave. And I understand that, you know? Um, but if you get the opportunity to step out, do so go to a park, walk around, Go visit a friend. You guys can protect yourselves. Wear masks and sanitize your hands when you're done seeing, you know, like different things like that. Um, Or go out to eat at a restaurant and just, you know, I say have precaution. You know, it does not mean that all like this has to stop you from living. You have to still enjoy life. And if each morning you wake up, you're still alive, you're still healthy. You got to thank the Lord that he gave you another day. And you seize that next day and you enjoy it to the fullest. And like I said, enjoy life, but just be precautious. That's all I say. Wear your mask, wash your hands, sanitize your hands, sanitize your area, whatever it is. Do that for you, but do not stop living. And for my fellow people who suffer from anxiety, you guys are not alone. I am here. I've been through it. I know what it is. I still go through it some days. I'm not lying that, you know, sometimes it could get triggered here and there. But again, I learned how to cope with it. And it's been amazing. So I really thank you guys, you know, for listening and giving me this option of being able to express myself and talk and vent. <laughs> and that you guys enjoy that I ha- I get good feedback all the time about this. And so that's my goal is to make you guys laugh, make you guys happy, make you guys forget of your issues and problems for a bit and enjoy like 30 minutes to 45, maybe an hour of my podcast and submerge yourself into my world <laughs> for a little bit. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. I hope um, it was informational, that it was funny <laughs> in the beginning And that you guys enjoyed it and that you guys have a lovely night and the best rest of your week. And I will see you guys next week. Besos.